Hello, my name is Carrie, and this is the Blanky Blog. I'm so glad we found each other. If you are new to this podcast, you might not be aware that my philosophy is that lullabies are not just for babies, and everyone can use a soothing word. Each episode ends with a simple song, many of them I have obviously made up myself. I'm going to start with a declaration, and that is, I am fat. Maybe that's made some of you uncomfortable and you're frustrated with me. Oh no, you never want to claim something like that because it could become a permanent condition. And actually, in some senses, I feel like it already has. Because for the last 32 and a half years, I have weighed over 200 pounds. No matter what I did, if I worked hard at it, if I um, you know, started at a high weight and got all the way down to 204, something would happen, some manner of self-sabotage, and I would boomerang back up to 250. And then I tend to dwell somewhere in between. Now, I say this with no apologies, with no embarrassment, no shame. I'm just stating it as a matter of fact. I'm overweight. And it's so liberating to be able to say it that way, not with any judgment or uh, moral indictment. I'm not a terrible person. This is just the manifestation of my limiting beliefs that um, end up in poor choices that sabotage my health progress over and over again. There are some particular reasons why it is so frustrating. One is, besides being an EFT practitioner, and if you're interested in EFT, my episodes about prayerful tapping might be helpful, but I also sell fruits and vegetables in a capsule, and I have for 20 years. I've attended hundreds of health lectures. I know what to do. I know what to eat. I know how to exercise, and I really had no explanation for how I couldn't continue and get down to my optimal weight. I'm a very, very healthy person. Uh, you might say I'm healthier than I even deserve to be. I don't have high blood pressure or any of those things. But there's this other area of vitality, of lightness of being that I would like to explore. Maybe you can't relate to this at all. Maybe you're somebody who has been slim all your life, or it's just not a struggle. But chances are that you have limiting beliefs in some area or other. This might be helpful to hear um, how, you know, about the, the, the limiting beliefs. It's possible that you have stated some goals and you've meant it. You, you were um, intent on accomplishing something. You did your homework. You made a plan. You got some help. You started doing the activity. You started really gaining some momentum and all of a sudden you came to a screeching halt. Chances are good. You have some lies in your self-conscious that stop you from going full thr throttle towards your dreams. I have discovered a number of ridiculous beliefs that have not borne up under the light of day. One of them was, everybody would hate me if I was at my ideal weight. Well, that doesn't make any sense. But I can see where myself is so accustomed to living in this body the way it is, the way it looks, 
that I might have some assumptions or beliefs about the fact that people count on me to look this way. They need for me to show up big and soft and welcoming and calming. But the truth is, I can have all those attributes at my ideal weight. So why not have it all? Another belief was so sad. It was very simply, you're not worthy of being optimally healthy. What? I'm not worthy? I'm someone who thinks everybody on the planet deserves optimal health. They, they should per pursue it, whatever that looks like for them. Why would I be the one exception? Am I so special that I'm the only one who doesn't deserve it? I also had an, a, a notion that, oh my goodness, this is something you just can't talk about. It's too humiliating. It's too shameful. And if you talk about it, then people will know that you're fat. Well, I guess that's the good and the bad about being overweight. It's pretty clear. It's hard to keep a secret. <laughs> Although I will say, in the year 2020, when we've had so many Zoom meetings, I would look at myself in the screen and say, huh, from the shoulders up, I really don't look that fat. So it was easy to become complacent and not just take a look at, huh, you know, you could, you could be doing better. You could be feeling better, better. Over time, I have been afraid that people would judge me. And there have been people who have expressed concern and rightly so. We want the very best for the people that we love, right? We don't want somebody's life to be cut short because of some choices that they've made over and over again. And I know that, that people have tried to speak up and, um, and it was just really compassionate and loving. And I really feel for those people who had the courage to say something because um, in, in all likelihood, I probably uh, bit their head off a little bit because I wasn't ready to let go of the shame. I thought that shame just naturally was attached. And I think we are, that is reinforced a lot, unfortunately, by our culture. So I'm routing out these beliefs, but I know there has to be something gigantic in there that I'm overlooking. So I have a prayer and meditation and EFT prayerful tapping session with myself. So how's that different than what I do on a regular day? Well, for me, doing anything out loud um, always, um, how do I say this? It allows the Holy Spirit to speak more clearly to me through those, when I can hear those words. And then I'm taking, and I'm taking notes. And I think for a lot of people, journaling is also very, very helpful. So as I'm thinking about what could possibly be there, I realized that in 1989, I made an oath that doomed me to not achieving optimal health. My second daughter had been born, and I was nursing her, making really good food choices. Um, I was starting to get some more exercise, drinking water, and I knew without any doubt that when I went to the doctor's office, I would get that first big emotional payoff. And what would that be? I would weigh 199 pounds. Yes, folks, the first digit of my weight would once again be a one. And I got on the scale 
And no matter how many clothes I took off and how much I wiggled on that scale or stood still, the number was 201 pounds. I was very angry. I was very disgusted with myself. I swore under my breath and I made this oath. Well, then forget it. I guess I'm just going to be fat for the rest of my life. We must not underestimate the power of an oath. So I did some EFT, some tapping, and I also decided that I would have a little ceremony as far as writing the oath down on paper and saying a prayer around it, asking God for forgiveness for making an oath that was so self-destructive. Um, and I ripped it up. I didn't burn it, but I did rip it up. And I felt it leave my subconscious and my um, my spirit, my soul, my energy field, whatever you want to say. I felt so much of a an unloading of a burden and just a sense of self-acceptance and possibility. It was really very beautiful. Going forward, I felt that I needed some kind of a slogan, something to quickly get me back on track. And my grandson helped me with that. He wasn't trying to. He's two and a half. But what what happened was he has um, he has a bunch of little cars. He just loves them. And his daddy bought him a very special one whose brand name is very fun to say. And uh, one day I picked up a car and I said, is this a Lamborghini? No, I guess it's not a Lamborghini. Is this a Lamborghini? Pointing to an obvious fire truck. <laughs> After several obvious not those, I picked up a bright yellow classic. Is this the Lamborghini? He said, yes, yes, that's the Lamborghini. His hands were in the air and he was beaming. So my reminder for myself is either when I make a boo-boo in my choices, that's not part of my longevity plan, said like a two-year-old, matter-of-factly and without judgment, or when I do something that I know is really fostering my good health, yes, yes, that's part of my longevity plan. I still make goofy choices, but I move right along. Gosh, I wonder why I did that. Usually the answer is poor planning. I'm kinder and gentler to my precious self. I don't deserve to be beat up, especially by myself. I deserve to be nurtured. And so do you. This God-given body deserves to be cherished. And so do your dreams. I'm watching my language around myself. I'm fat is arguably a dangerous statement. I could say, I'm currently fat, or I'm in the process of shedding excess fat. But all of this focus on fat is really not all that productive. So instead, I have attached to a new oath of sorts, whereby I say, God help me. I will live as much of my life as possible within the longevity plan. Consider yourself tucked in.
This time, instead of including a little song, I decided to attach the giggling outtakes with my grandson because lots of things are contagious, and I think the best contagion is laughter. Here you go. Yes? Okay. No. Hey. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Amy? <laughs> I didn't want to give it. Lamborghini? No. <laughs> I didn't want to give it. No. Is this a Lamborghini? A little Lamborghini? No, this is not a Lamborghini. No. I didn't want to give it. Is it shark? Yes, it is. This is Mommy Shark? Is it Mommy Shark? Yes. Is this a Lamborghini? No. This is my, my Lamborghini's at home. Okay. <laughs>